Hi, I'm Dan Higginson, and welcome to the Idle Hand Society podcast, a community for creatives. He told me he's normally an F8 kind of guy, but this morning's poop was an F1.2. I'm joined today by Paul Bence. Good evening from Southwest London. Hello. How's it going, mate? All right, mate. How are you doing? How are you doing? How's life? Life is good. Very busy at the minute, uni and that, but uh, yeah, like, okay, I feel like I'm finally getting on top of things, making some changes in the business. Yeah, it's all positive. Nice, mate. So what's, what's going on in the world of Daniel Higginson then? Give me some updates and tell me what you've been working on, what you've been, what you've been chewing over, um, who you've been falling in love with, what biscuits you've been dunking in your coffee. Um, Lou biscuits. What but biscuits? Lou. L-U. Lou. They're French. Lou. They're like cinnamon biscuits, mate, honestly. They are Hang on. so Lou. fucking... Lou. They're L-U. called Lou. Would say Lou? These are called Lou biscuits? He would say, yeah, he'd say it with like a heavy... Lou. No, no, okay. that, that sounds a bit more. Yeah, he wouldn't say it at all like that. The way you did it was probably a bit more accurate. Roman, send us a voice note with Lou. Lou biscuits. Lou. He would just go Lou. Yeah, that's exactly what he'd do. Lou. 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 <laughs> yeah, they're really fucking good. Those are the biscuits um, of choice. Anywho. Okay. Anywho, yeah. <laughs> biscuit, biscuit, biscuits aside. Biscuits aside. Um, at the minute, I'm just trying to get ready for this. Um, this exhibition we've got, the Copeland Gallery uh, for University. Yeah, tell me one. more. Tell you, me more, Daniel, and enlighten me about your your exhibition. Would this be your first exhibition? This is 100% my first you exhibition. Are, this is, this, you're breaking your virginity at this stage, are this, we? This, we are. Is, this is my exhibition, Cherry, yeah. Freeing you from the shackles. For, yeah. Um, on the 19th of, what is it, 19th of March, so it's like Mother's Day, open to the public from four to eight. Peckham Rye at the Copeland Gallery. So feel free to At the to Copeland Gallery in Peckham Rye. You heard that here. We'll all go in. Yeah. I am going to dress up. up as a chicken. There is a, there is a bar near, apparently. So it, ho- is there? Is there a bar? That'll be open. But yeah. Nice. Come along. We'll have a drink. Well, what, what will you be showing at said exhibition, Daniel? So I've been working. Do you know what? I don't think I've mentioned this yet on the podcast. I've been working a lot of documentary projects recently. Not that you would know it if you follow me on social media because I don't post anything. One thing you can see if you go on my social media is my website, which has been getting updated. So there is some work to see on there. The project is called For Those Who Reflect. And it's predominantly a project about um, a friend of mine that's on the same university course, Haytham. I don't really want to ruin too much of it. It's kind of about him and where he's at in life. Uh, I don't really know what I can say. Go and have a look at the project. Ha- have, have a look on my website. It's, I, I, I think it's a really nice uh, set of images to show. Um, mm-hmm. Tanya's helped me with a layout. I've got to hold you up again. You, you, can't, you can't say that word, Dan, nice. I told you before, nice is a, such a non-descriptive word. It's like, what, what does nice mean? Yeah, you're right. You're right to pull me up on this occasion. I'd normally disagree and say nice is a perfectly adequate descriptive word, but yeah, you're probably right on this. It, it, it's because I'm struggling for words, Paul. That's what it is. I don't really know how you. to describe it. It's just that loquacious Daniel struggling for words. I, 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 gosh, struggling for the right the words. Word, the world is changing, Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, isn't it just? I feel like a fucking dinosaur, mate. Do you think the uh, world is changing, though? Do you think, I mean, I'm going to go a little bit deeper, I suppose, but do you think the 
the war in Ukraine is going to have a, an impact uh, on our lives for the next 10 years. I think it will. I think things are going to, like we're still, we're, like we're seeing, we're seeing some, some things already with fruit and veg. And I think this is just the beginning of it. I just think, I, I, I don't, I, again, but, you know, politics aside, I don't know whether that's because of Brexit or or not. But I mean, it's still, it's, it's like, I haven't seen that in my lifetime and I'm 47. So, you know, it, it says something about what's going on in the world at this moment in time. But I don't, I don't necessarily see it as a bad thing either. You know, like a, we, we kind of, part of me wants to go, you know, live off my garden, grow my carrots, and then, then I have to eat what I fucking grow. But I, I you know, I, I know I'm not realistic and I've just come back from McDonald's. <laughs> Mate, that, but that's not what reality will look like. I know if I speak to my grandparents, anybody that was around the London area was kind of being evacuated. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, they, they don't yeah, have so fond memories of growing shit in their garden. Ali's, sure. Ali's, Ali's dad went to North Wales, basically. That's where he went. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, um, I don't know, it is really concerning. Uh, Are you I, pessimistic I, or optimistic about the future? <sighs> Do you know what? I'm just going to give you the standard Higginson answer here. I don't actually know. You're on the fence, you Dan. Mate, I, I really hope that this all resolves itself very quickly because from what I can gather from the media that we see in the West, a lot of the Russians that are kind of stationed there have been pulled to the front line against their will. The Ukrainians certainly don't fucking want them there. Like, it doesn't feel like this is something that anybody really wants. And I just really fucking hope that it all ends soon. Like, I mean, the damage is already insane. And every day it goes on, it's worse. So the sooner uh, it ends, the better. Even, even though it's relatively close to us, right? It, it still feels like it hasn't affected us in some ways. You know, you know what I mean by that? Like, we're still like, we're living our lives. We're, we're oblivious to the death and, and we're not oblivious to it. We understand it exists and it's happening. But I mean, it, that, that, that direct effect on, your life and my life at this moment in time is almost non-existent, right? It doesn't, we haven't, there's no effect right now. Yeah, I mean, in in terms of day-to-day stuff, we've got insanely expensive energy prices and the cost of produce has gone up. Um, Yeah, really, in the grand scheme of things, what we're suffering... Yeah, those are inconveniences, right? Yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're like mild inconveniences. If, If you stack those up against somebody that's actually affected by the conflict that... I mean, it's not even... Uh, I, I suppose I'm diminishing that. I mean, I mean, to some people, the, the cost of ele- energy and, and the cost of food means they're super struggling. So I suppose I'm... I think we... I take a step back of what I said. I didn't mean it in kind of... I, 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 no, I hear I, you. And, and I'm going to, you know, I'll lump myself in with those people. I, I'm struggling too. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't mm-hmm. take that as diminishing that. I just... I don't think st- struggling financially is even in the same league as being concerned for your loved ones and your own safety. Like, there's just mm. not the fucking same. No, it's not. You can't compare, can you? It's not. Like, no, it's not no, 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 no. They're, they're totally different things. And as tricky as I'm finding things financially, like, I wouldn't swap problems with them. You know, if we all put our issues on the table, I'm not fucking picking theirs up. So how long into your degree now? You've got to be what? I'm halfway through the first year now. Wow, that's six months gone, is it? Wow, well, I don't quick. think they're, they're short terms, aren't they? It's not like okay, okay, you're okay, like okay. September to whatever, um, 
May, June. So yeah, it's it's not like it's 12 months, but yeah, I'm kind of halfway through. I've just gone through the um the reading week in the middle and it's I feel like I'm I'm in the routine now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm kind of settled. Um we've just started new units now, which is really cool. One of the units is moving image, which I've never really messed with, so that's quite exciting. I'm not sure I'll ever be a moving image guy, but I'm already learning things like the vocabulary of moving image and you know how how you think about weaving together a story of moving image that I think will probably have an impact on the way I document things. You've think, seen you. Sorry, go on, Dan. Go on. Sorry, I interrupted. Carry on. And the other thing that we're doing, mate, is um, that I think will impact you is um, we're making a magazine. And me and you have been throwing around some ideas, and I can't remember if we've ever spoken about this on air, but we're having some pretty serious conversations, you and I, at the moment about making a newspaper or a zine, like an idle hands thing. So, so mm-hmm. I, I think what I pick up from those sessions is going to really have an impact on on you guys listening. And you know, if, if you're ready to support us properly and start getting some stuff in print, then it, it'll be coming hopefully at some point fairly soon. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of, uh, I think it's just a natural progression of what we're doing. And I think having, you know, again, it's, it's about... Uh, exploring maybe some longer form um, writing um, and getting other writers, you know, getting other input from collaborators, people who we've had on the podcast. You know, I think there's lots of ways we can go with it. Uh, Yeah, it's exciting. I think we, me and you need to sit down and hammer out some ideas and look and feel and aesthetics and stuff. And, but I, I would hope, I would hope that we'd have something by autumn. What do you say? Give us a September deadline. Yeah, I think that's pretty fair, actually. And just before we came on air, you and I have been talking about something that you're cooking up that I might hopefully be able to piggyback Yeah, we can onto. talk about that. Yeah, we can talk we, about we can it. Talk I think about... It's, yeah, yeah, I think it's... it's, it's so, this, like, so I think we've talked about it on air before. So there's a charity that I worked for in the past called the Homeless World Cup, which is um, a football tournament for homeless people um, and it gets run all over the world, it's been in Wales, Amsterdam, um, USA, everywhere, loads of different places. Anyways, in this this year it's in Sacramento in the US of A and um, yeah, it'll be amazing. I was just telling Dan about how you, you turn up at this event and all of these players from all over the world uh, come off the plane and everybody's incredibly shy and um, almost hyper aware of you and a little bit quiet but, but as the, the, the tournament develops um, it, it, it just you just make friends you just make amazing friends I suppose that 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 is a wonder and you you just meet um, it just changes your whole view of what homelessness is I think which is which is an amazing thing, you know. It, it, with the, you forget the hum, the human side of homelessness. I think sometimes when you you see people on the street, because it becomes maybe I don't know. We become um, so we see it so often in London. Anyway, in London, I don't know about other cities, but London especially that um, you forget that they're people and that they they're really struggling and, and and that in the 21st century Great Britain, how can people be allowed to live that? I mean, I, I uh, it's a, again, it's a deep, deep debate, but I, I, I think, you know, the, the amount of wealth that this country has and we're not able to, 
you know, in the pandemic, we got everybody off the street. Did you notice? Like, there was, we had hotels, there was nobody. We So we were able to do it and we're capable of doing it if we if we want to do it. But it, we just don't want to do it. Like, we think that's the bottom line. Yeah, Tory I feel like doesn't that, do it. that was like a slightly different thing because you've got to think those hotels, if they weren't housing those people, they would have been housing nobody. We we're all locked in. So I think there would have been businesses that were almost supported by the fact that we were getting homeless people off the street a little. The economy of it, I don't think, is exactly like for like, but we definitely should and need to do more for vulnerable people that are out on the streets. Like, I'm cold right now sitting in my fucking house. Yeah, absolutely. Can you imagine what it would be like? I mean, it's it's, it's even hard to comprehend, isn't it? Like, again, it's this idea of we're protected from it in a way. Um we're in these bubbles and, you know, our, our existence is so fragile. Something could go wrong You and any of us could turn out to be homeless at any moment, I think. Well, unless you're incredibly wealthy and, uh, you know. But Even I think then, I think that shit can go south real fucking fast. Yeah, I, I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I think, um, and we, we, we're, we're it, I suppose it comes back to, our own personal ethics and, 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 you know, kindness being one of my big drivers and, and how it's, it's, it kind of should inform everything you do from your work to who you are as a person. And I think if you can get who you are as a person into your work and, and get that across, and that's, that's a big thing. Um, I sent you that thing today, didn't I, about, um, what was the name? Gemma, oh, let me see if I can. I haven't actually had a chance to look at that yet, mate. Um, uh, you you did that. You did send me something, and it was it, it basically was about that idea of the fox in the hen house thing. The, the idea about you know, um, oh, hang on, let's see if I can find it. This is the there. Petapixel um, article, right? No, the no, foxes so in the hen house. The AI uh, no, photos the, the, are beyond the point of no return. Oh uh, no, this the Tess Tessayana. Remember the the young Japanese American photographer uh, Tessayano, mate makes images to record what she feels yeah, rather yeah, than yeah, what yeah. she sees. That idea of taking images to record what you're feeling rather than what you're seeing. And I think, you know, that's that's such a difficult thing to do if you think about it. Like, like can, can you go and take me an image, like, around your house now that will tell me how you're feeling? You know, let, let, let's, let's do a project maybe. It's called This Is How I Feel. And you're not allowed to tell me how you're feeling, but I've got to interpret how you're feeling from the photographs. How about that? That's nice. really simple. I wanted to make jokes, but actually, the more I think about it, the more difficult I think that would be. Yeah. Do you think I could be able to interpret just from a photograph alone how you're feeling? That's, I think that's like a, like, I think it's really difficult, right? And, yeah, but there's got to be some constraints. Like, you can't just take it really literally. No, you can't write something sad, and or you can't take a picture of yourself, you know, right. being mope. Well, you can't take a picture. You can if you want to do a self-portrait in some way, but again, you know. I feel like you've they, got to be an amazing actor to be able to do that. I actually think no constraints, Daniel. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of against, like, I think we actually say, you know what? You know what? No, let, you, 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 you interpret the brief how you want to interpret the brief, but, but... We, uh, okay. five, photo, five photos each, okay? No, 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 and, no. Oh, right. I'm, I'm going to open this up to everybody listening. Okay, all right, yeah, do that. You do get that. I think that's one photo. One photo. I, I want to see it in a single frame. I want yeah. you to show us in a single frame, your frame of mind, right now. Do this within the next 30 minutes, like before we finish the podcast. Um, 
send the photo in, like maybe as a story or something, or like post it on Instagram, tag us. Just with the question, Hashtag, like, how am I feeling? How I'm feeling. Yeah. Uh, and how and I'm we, feeling. We will assess how we believe. How am you, I feeling? You, how you're feeling. You were feeling. And, and then yes. you can tell us how accurate or not we are. Yeah. yeah I think that'd yeah, be really great. interesting. Because I yeah, think I do too. The thing is with you and I, Paul, is like we talk enough where you can probably infer from the kind of day I'm having because. I just scroll back through our texts today. There must be a good 30 or 40 texts. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm, you probably mm-hmm. already know how I'm feeling without me going and picking up a camera and shooting it. But what I'm interested in is whether or not anyone else can do that. And maybe we'll do it too. Like, when this goes live, when we start receiving pictures from you guys, we'll do the same. We'll post it on our, on our stories, on the idle hands, or maybe on our personal ones, on our personal accounts. Um, and then let's see if you guys can work it out. Like, just DM us what your ideas are, like what what you get from that, and and we'll see. Yeah, so it's not easy, question. is it? I, I, and I, do you think you can do it with an inanimate object? So, like maybe you know a, an apple or a potato, or you know, do you think feeling like a potato? Yeah, but the, the thing is, like, could you feel like a a rotten potato? I'm feeling rotten. It's like. It, it, uh, it, <laughs> <laughs> but but what I'm, I think the, the the interesting thing is can I'm still interested to see is, if can I mean I, we should be I think and that that's the hope right that that yeah. I can show you a body of images or or a single image and you should be able to look at that image and tell me how. But like right now, so you know I I gave you the fucking the same answer that you give everyone in a polite exchange at the beginning of this recording. You said how are you, Dan? And I yeah. said, oh, I'm really good. But actually, really, if I'm answering that honestly right now, I don't know that that's an accurate description of how I'm feeling. I'm feeling content, right? Mm-hmm. I'm definitely not sad, you know, like we've just had mm-hmm. this exciting conversation about, um, you know, this uh, potentially going to document the Homeless World Cup. Like, that's all the really exciting stuff. I'm in a good place with the university. But at the same time, like, business is a little bit slow for me at the minute. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's mm-hmm. all these things. And actually, if you said to me right now, honestly, like, how are you feeling? I don't, I don't know. Like, content? Does that cut it? Do you know? And, and then if you're going to go with that, like, so to, to do it justice, you've got to answer the question in the first place, which is, I'm already struggling. Mm-hmm. And then let's say that the word is content. How the fuck do you show that in an image? People wow. do it, but like, I've never really thought about it. I'm a documentary photographer. I'd literally shoot what's in front of me. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. I've never really considered it until five minutes ago. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it's... It, I mean, I think it's easier to do with multiple images, right? I think, I think because you should be able to repeat the message or uh, subtly you know, reinforce what you're saying over and over until people are just, okay, I get what you're saying. Okay. But I think, I, I think, I think in the single image, it's my, I would assume... I what, think what's the number then? then? Like, let's, let's play the game. Let's go up one at a time. In fact, let's skip the diptych, right? Because to me, the diptych kind of almost feels like one image by itself. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Let's mm-hmm. go straight to triptych. Do you think you could do it in a triptych? 
you know, there are painters listening to this right now being like, 100%, I could do this in one image. <laughs> in one stroke, you know, in, in, in one mark. Yeah. Well, I think, well this, this is the thing. I, I think you can. I was, I was watching this, um, she's, not a, she's not a painter, but she, she's a, I call her a graphic artist, but she uses, you know, paintbrushes and pens. And, um, but she, was, she, was, she did a post earlier today and she was pissed off because all her Instagram is about her process and she shows process and, and how she does her work. And basically she got upset. She got upset because people had been um, duplicating her work basically because she'd been showing process. And she just got upset about that. And, and I, I kind of thinking, well, like if you're putting your work out on the internet, showing process, then is it flattery for people to be copying what you've shown them? It's just natural. The whole thing is copying. Like I, 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 I couldn't, I, I was trying to get why she was upset. She was upset, I think, because she put a lot of energy into it and, and she just felt like people are just literally ripping her off, you know, copying. But the thing exactly. is, right, is that for most of us, our style is a combination of like three or five or maybe more, maybe less people that we're very inspired by, right? Mm -hmm. It's like our pay limitation of a few different people all mixed up into one and it somehow looks like our own stuff because that's what we're into. But if you're watching process videos from one artist and you're really inspired by one artist, your stuff will look like, what do they call it in rap? Like biting on... Like biting. biting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you've been biting yeah. on that one person's style. It will, though, right? Yeah, totally. If totally, she puts right? her process out there, and that's people have watched that and been like, "I can do that." Like everybody that does that is going to look just like her. Mm -hmm. I think it's true, dangerous. Though, yeah. I don't think you should give up your entire full process. Yeah, that's I your intellectual property. I think there's some danger to it as well, to be honest with you. I think, uh, but I, I, I get, I, I kind of, I can, I can empathize with how she's feeling, right? I can understand that, you know, it, it's, it's upsetting. But at the same time, I think there's a bit of you, you, I don't know. I feel like she's shown so much. Yeah. Um, You've anyway, always got to expect it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you've almost got to expect it i mean people are going to rip you off i guess it's different when it's when it's an art that like photography is really easy i think if you've got a certain level of technical capability you can look at pretty much any photo besides really really incredibly um experimental stuff you could pretty much look at any photo and go i know roughly how they shot that um, probably more than that, you could probably say, I know roughly how wide or tight the lens was. I pretty much know their aperture. I'm guessing I could do something similar with shutter speed. You can kind of see how lights fall. Do you know what I mean? It's really easy to rip mm -hmm. off a photo without even knowing anything about it. Mm -hmm. But I think ripping off is all part of learning as well. I mean, I think you, we all, we all do it. I just think it's some... And, and it takes a long time before you... You just understand what you like, and then you got to trust that, and then run with it. I just think you just got to find the thing that you like. Like, I, I, it's just, and it's still a journey. It's still a whole, whole, whole process. But I do think there's something in the in the 
that making the work that you want to make, whether it's good or bad, whatever, it doesn't really matter. You're just going to make the work. Make the work that you love. Like, uh, So in the time, you know, we had a chat earlier. And um, in that time between me leaving you, I'd done netball, I'd made a kid's tea, fed the dogs, and I, I basically finished a book, Dan. I'm going to just... And basically, it's all the stuff that I'd, I'd stuck on walls and I'd burned or ripped or scratched or, you know, just all of that stuff. Um, and... Uh, I, I had time to just stick it all together um, and do it in a couple of hours. Um, and I, I just think, I just think, I'm not motivated like that all the time, though. You know, that's my problem. Is that I wish, I wish, but I, I do know when it comes, I just got to run with it. I've just got to, when I feel the, 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 the creative juices flowing, whatever it is. Grab the it, ball by the horns. I just got to go with it in that moment, even, you know, because I, I, I know that my brain gets distracted. And um, as you get older, there's things that help you get into that focused state. But again, it's really difficult. Like, I, you know, for me, it's really difficult. But I, I, I still, I know when, and, you know, even when I'm doing it, I'm like, oh, God, this is, why am I doing this? You know, why, why am I doing this? But then, but then I do it and I think, fuck, yeah, that's, you know, that's not just me. You know, that's, you know, a lot of time sticking those bloody prints up on the wall and then going back. And I, I think it'll be cool. I think it looks, I think it looks quite cool. I don't know. I'll have to show it to you. But, um, it's, 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 and the polar, a couple sorry. of, um, hang on, I'm going to, I'm just going to show it. I don't know if you've got your camera. I'll show it to you quickly. Just you. Going to the other side of the room. Picking up a book. Handbound. Um, I don't know if you can see that. Can you see that? A black sheep turned pink. <laughs> Do you like it? Because <laughs> like, there's a bit of pink on my black sheep on the front. <laughs> cool. Anyway. It's, so a, it's like... So like a handbound book, right? I was, I was yeah, giving yeah. a running commentary as you left. Yeah, so it's kind of... Oh, the camera's awful. It also says two photos stuck together. What's no, the stuff at the top and the bottom? Is that like scotch tape? Yeah, so it's a Polaroid that I burned, basically, and oh. I stuck up on a wall. Is it two Polaroids or is it one? Just one, yeah, just one. It looks like it's a uh, face split in it's half. What's with that? What am I seeing? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, do you know what it is? It's, um, it's a sign. It's um, like a, a sign on the street. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I see. So it's like an advertising sign that... It was just like that. That's how they had it, and I just burned it. And then it was like, you know, it's kind of that. Okay. Do you I have, I didn't even, is it actual Polaroids or is this an Instax? Uh, it's a Polaroid, actually Polaroid. And then, Are these old Polaroids? Yeah, well, yeah, ones I've had and I, I, I you know, collected and I've got, like, photos were actually up on the wall. I didn't even realise you had a Polaroid camera. Yeah, yeah, I got uh, an old, yeah, proper one, proper, proper. Proper one. And, and yeah, and these are all, like, I just kind of like, I'm stealing a bit of detritus zines, like, ideas, like, oh, David. But I kind of, yeah, old David, but I kind of, I'm, I'm, in my, in my brain, like, it, it's, it's, it's just quite, do you I know what, like the, here's a fucking crazy story, do you remember on that, uh, recording, um, yeah. we were talking about, uh, David had said that he doesn't really find pictures out and about anymore, people don't print mm -hmm. things out. So the following day, I met David and a few other local photographers at a local cafe, and we did a photo book meetup. 
And I'd offered to pick him up because like, his house is between me and this cafe. Anyway, he said no, that he wanted to walk. And when he turned up, he like proudly held up a passport photo at me. He'd found a photo of a guy with a face tattoo on the way <laughs> to the photo book meetup. He literally found a photo. It was no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And after us having that conversation, obviously, you know, when we recorded that, when was that? Well, I think we recorded that in like December. But yeah, he wow. literally the following day he found a photo. Crazy, huh? Yeah, but uh, I, 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 you know, and and, and I was thinking, you know, I, there's no, there's no. There's no commercial gain in these little books that I make, but it's, it brings me a lot of joy. And that's it. Like, I, I don't think I, I'm going to sell any of them, to be honest. There's, there's no, there's no, like, I have no desire, really. Um, Can I is, use is that, that as a neat segue? Yeah, go on. I kind of want to stay with the, the little the little books that you've made, the, the pink sheeps. I'll tell you what, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to segue us in a second. I, I think at some point I want to have a go at making one of these little books. Yeah, you have to come and do it, maybe. You have to come over and do it. We'll spend a day doing it. Bring, We can print them out. We can, you know, do it, do it, do it. Do it. i got loads of old papers here and wallpapers and everything, mate. We can just... Yeah, I kind of want to have a go. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's something amazing in it, I think. And it's, it's you know, that... that um, I sent you that like manifesto, uh, and one of the things was, I can't think who, who was on Instagram, and one of the things was make the digital physical and i and that's that's definitely one of my my goals is to make as much of my digital work physical make it like bring it into the the real world because it's it's useless sitting on a hard disk it's just useless what's the point of you doing it man i just think it's a waste of energy it's got to exist in a physical form for it to have any meaning really well maybe that's a lie but um but i know but, what you're saying i think it just gives makes it more um What's the word? Real is not what I'm trying to mean, but it, there's something tangible, a physical object, um, and 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 I think like sequencing, 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 and resequencing. I love, I love, I love, you know, I I love the idea of you get better at sequencing by sequencing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's one of those. You know? It's just like the photography itself, right? Just the act of doing makes you yeah. better at it. I've noticed that since I've started university, my eye for sort of the edit has got better and the sequencing has got a touch better as well. Probably not quite as strong as the edit, if I'm being brutally honest. But Can, can we talk about the thing we did with Jay as well? Can we, 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 can we save can that we? for another time? Yeah, I, yeah, I, let's save. Because I, I feel like we haven't really spoken with Jay about that yet and I don't want the first discussion about it to be with somebody that wasn't in the work like i feel like it was a collaboration with him right yeah yeah all right we'll save it we'll save it maybe we get him on the podcast to talk about it with us how about that yeah let's That'd let's get him on the podcast yeah let's get him on that's even better that's a better idea but um if you're interested to know who we're talking about go go search for dj one ton yeah dj one ton dj one ton one ton big shout out to dj one ton Oh my god! That that I, I I was anyway. Yeah, we'll save it. I'll, well, I'm well, saving let's, it. let's save that because I I don't really want to. I I feel like we we owe it to them, to, yes. the, to the people involved in that project to to make sure that they're the first that we kind of share that discussion with. But yeah, me and Paul have been doing something together, and it's very exciting. 
while we're talking about books, Paul. Yo, yo, Southern yo. Down Press, not so Lift. far. Yeah. Mailing so lists. I, I, I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping tomorrow I get a time with Daniel Higginson and I can make it go live tomorrow afternoon, I'm hoping. My plan is to try and do a few more photos. I want to do a flick through a video of the of the actual book. Um and once I've done that, I'm ready pretty much, I think. And I just get it out. Get it out. It's time it's it's, it's time to just do it. Uh whatever it is, however it looks by the end of tomorrow, I'm gonna to have a live website. So uh that's it. I'm just doing it. First of March, I told myself it's first of March. Is it tomorrow? Uh, yeah. So there you go. Sorry, it just took me a second because it's the 28th <laughs> and like because <It's> <laughs> I'm, I'm like fucking stupid when it comes to numbers. I was like 28th. There's there's normally at least 30 days in a month. They're <laughs> thinking like no. So yeah, first of March. I'm I'm putting it out, Dan. I'm just gonna do it. Um, it it's it's all kind of uh, nearly ready to go in terms of just we got to put some final touches to website. I got to take a few more pictures, um, but other than that, I just think it's it's you know, yeah, let's do it. So Ooh, by the time exciting. you're hearing this, you, you probably bought a copy had, of my book. Yeah, <laughs> you, you'll either be able to buy a copy or get on the pre-order list. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, yes, it, it, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing that I've actually got it to this point. Shall we just, um, for, for anybody that, because um, I know that we've had a little spike in new listeners recently, and we've yeah, been yeah. talking about this for fucking like 12 months. Yeah. So it might be nice actually just to cover back and kind of okay. reiterate what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, whatever way you feel comfortable with, Paul, describe the project, not so far. So not so far um, is a, a collection of photographs um, shot predominantly on the street, um, and, and they're all close-up details uh, of people. Um, the initial idea from the project when I first started taking them, and it, it happened, it didn't didn't happen. No, this is you know, it's quite organic, pre-planned. wasn't it? Yeah, kind of organic, and it's taken you know, it's taken 10, 10, 12 years of of not really knowing that I was shooting a project, and then you know, looking back over the work and seeing these patterns repeat, and think, oh gosh, oh gosh, oh well, gosh. I remember this a... project when you used to call it Tiny Details. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. It was called Tiny Details, and. You know, it, it came, it, it kind of emerged from a few ideas, but one was like how much information, how much, what's, what's the minimum information required before we start making snap judgments on people? What, what like, and, and that's, that's kind of where it kind of evolved into this idea of how much, like even with like just somebody's hair or the, 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 the PVC or the clothes that they're wearing, like how can we, what information are we gathering and what does it mean? Does it mean anything? And usually these judgments are so wrong, but we, we you know, we, we've got this thing called gut instinct that we like, we're, we're so told often that it's the right, go with your gut, your gut is always right. If you feel it, you know, it, it's going back to Neanderthal man on the, on the plane surviving when he used that lion walking through the long grass and he runs, you know, it's like, it's... <laughs> There's some rules, but, but, right? I, I, yeah. I feel like... It's difficult to describe any 
photo with words, but there are some rules that you follow too, right? Like you don't yes. show eyes. There's no eyes. There's no, there's no eyes. Yeah, there's, there was intentionally as well. And I think it came, it came, it's taken me a long time to get to, and that's wrong. It's just your own personal ethics, I think, in terms of I was interested in, I didn't, I didn't want to show a face. Like you because, can't necessarily identify anybody. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I actually think you probably could identify one or two people. Yeah, you probably could, but but still, I think on the whole, right, ninety eight percent of it, you would say that is you couldn't really. You'd tell. have to know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have you, to know them. If you them. walked by them in the street, you couldn't identify them. But if you knew that person personally, but it, but it comes back, and and I think it, it, the, the the question of how and why it turned out that way, because I think it comes back to again this point of kindness and gentleness and tenderness and softness. Um, and trying to get that across in a, a set of images, um, for, you know, from start to finish. I, 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 one of the feelings I hope that when you look through the images, you're thinking, okay, this is, this isn't in, intrusive, and this isn't like some pervert, you know, voyeur. I hope no, they're it doesn't very give you gentle. That. Yeah, and I think they're very that, and gentle. And I think that's that's one of the things. And I think, you know, I've got to the point now in my. Career, if that's what you want to call it, where I I understand that that's one of the things that I you know I want to tell her. That's one of the things I want to say, and it's one of the messages I think is really important. Is that idea of kindness and gentleness and um, looking after each other. Um, but you know, society is a bit shit. So you know, and I, I know I'm not I'm not mistaking and I'm kidding myself that it's going to have any great world impact. But I just hope even the people who see it can kind of. Um, get that feeling, you know, that feeling of looking out for each other, really, I suppose. Do you know what Gentle. I think? And, like, I I feel like I'm almost You've been as involved close. in, yeah, it's interesting. It's really interesting to see what you think now. It's, you know, it's, did they give you a book? Have you got one now? Have you got, did they give you one? No, you prick. No, okay, okay, shit. Give me a fucking um, book. I want to find one. Yeah, yeah, I will, I will. Did <laughs> um, you know what I think, but, right? And having, I'm very close to this project as well. I, I helped you do the edit. I helped with some of the post-processing. Like, I, I kind of feel like I've been there at every step of the way. Um, but the thing that I've found, that it's kind of changed my perspective a little bit on some things, particularly my idea of portraiture. I, I feel like these are all portraits. Every single one of the photos in that book is a portrait. I feel like I know something about each of the people in that book. Mm. And I know that they're mostly candid. In fact, I think they're all candid, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they are all Well, apart from the, maybe the one of Wilf. Yeah, there's, there's one of your son, Wilf. But I, even that, I think, is candid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. You're right. I mean, it, I mean, it might be in your house, but it isn't, um, it isn't posed, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think that all of these really, for me, explore the limits of of what a portrait is because I still feel like I know something about all of these people, the way they mm-hmm. hold themselves. And there's quite a few of them in there that even if I don't necessarily have the same, like, you know, I don't live in London, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like out in Kent and like, I can tell that my life experiences aren't the same as all these people. But there's something that I feel like I can ident- I identify with with a lot of these people. You know Do you I mean? think, I, I, like, 
it's interesting because you know you you it's interesting that how life turns out because if you'd have asked me I never would have thought in my wildest dreams this would have been my first body of work that I made print and make into a book right and but now when I look through it like I when I like like a few you know I've had a few friends over and I showed it to my parents when I went home and it's just interesting the reactions you get because people can I ask like, what your what your parents' reaction was? Like they they just my mum it was really surprised me, but she she just she got the kindness. She goes, oh my god, these are really gentle images, aren't they? Like she says they're sensitive. You're because she goes, oh you're really sensitive. That's why, and you know she made a joke, but but it, that's that's amazing, right? That she's like that that that, and I didn't tell her to to think that or that's the, that's how she felt. My sister said, oh yeah, these are these are really like. She can see, I can see you in these photos, which, like, it's very difficult for, for you as a photographer to see yourself in your images, I think, as well. And I, that, that's kind of a nice, that's probably been the nicest thing, is that, like, you know, I, I didn't, wouldn't expect my family to understand the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The, and maybe I'm being unfair, but, but you know, the... the do you think it's quite... Do you, it's quite... I'm going to play devil's go advocate, right? Because I... Full disclosure, I honestly believe what you're saying, right? I I feel like um, a lot of people's work, pretty much everybody's work that's got any kind of chops at all, I feel like I can see them, particularly if I know them personally, I feel like I can see them in their work. But playing devil's advocate for a second, do you think that's in our heads? Do you think that we're telling ourselves that? Do you think we're reading into something well, this is, I think it comes back to what we've talked about loads of times. You Once you put the work out there, people are going to have completely different interpretations of it, right? Like everybody's in, like as much as I, as much as I want to infer the, those those feelings and those emotions and, and try really hard to get them across in the work and the sequencing and all of that, um, I, I, somebody else might see it and might think, what the fuck is this dude doing, man? What, you know, it's like, is he off his tits? He's made a book. He's paid to make a book of this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think we, we. Uh, I, I think I know what my intent was. And I think that's the important thing. I think, like I said to you, and we've talked about it, is that you're, if, if you, like, even if the idea isn't completely formed when you start, when you begin to, sequence and cull and look back through your you're forming a bit of yourself in that work and i think if you can do if you can do that to some degree well then it's a success i think it's it's the closest i've got to success so far right and that's 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 the best thing i can How say are you about measuring it. success in that i'm proud of it okay. i suppose i in in so that i i are you saying that you're almost proud of it what are you trying to say yeah almost proud of like it's really difficult to be proud of i, I i'm not sure again it's it's, I, it's maybe it's a british thing or but it's very difficult i i really like it though i really you know i'm i'm happy like i, I usually i'm i'm pretty self-conscious um and but like unless it's really close friends but like i'm not i've, I've shown it to a few people and i'm just it's a hell of an uh, opening gambit <laughs> It's like there you go. This is it. Like as, as like a, it or, as a first you know. book, and I'm I'm saying this with all the love in the world, right? As a as a first book, it's a hell of an opening gambit. 
you're putting something out that you've been working on for the last 12 years. Do you know what I mean? It probably is longer than that. I remember some of the fucking EXIF data. You always throw around the date 12 years whenever you talk about this, but <laughs> like, actually, I think if you're being honest, it, some of this work is older. And maybe some of those photos didn't quite make the cut, but mm-hmm. the project started a while ago. And I, I find that really interesting. Do you think it's like, is this the chapter closed now on that work? Um, Are you still shooting like that? No, I don't I'm really not, look at Instagram, so I don't know what you're sharing. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But I, 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 because I've been making the small books, the tiny books, and I'm, I'm kind of into that. In, at this moment in time, I'm kind of like in, you know, one of the the things I think is like making the, making the digital physical. I just, I'm just all over that right now. I just think even for this book, you know, I'm not so far. I did the pay steps. So I literally took five pictures from the book, printed them out, um, super large, um, went and stuck them all on a wall. Um, and it's, 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 I, again, it's, it's just, it's just taking that image and making it exist just off the day, I just, that's, that's, I, it's as simple as that, actually. And it doesn't matter what the image ends up, you know, how, what the process is of how you make it or break it or transform it or stick it in a book. But every time you do, um, and every time I play with it, it's just, it's, it's just adding a little, I don't know, and, and maybe other people won't get it, but it's just adding a little bit of that that detail and that texture and that emotion in into the into the work um and i think you know all of all of all of the all of the making stuff is it's just it's for me it's 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 my what would they call it? it's my ritalin it's my it's my it's the thing that keeps me i i have to like i said to you earlier like you know sometimes you know i i actually I can't sit at a computer. I can't speak to somebody. Like I just want to be, like you know, left alone. But when when the the, the spark comes, where it's 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 a bit it's 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 a bit not overwhelming. But it, it's it, I, when I I know now when I feel that way that I just got to make the work, whether it's good or bad. It doesn't really matter. I I just think it's that the idea of physically making and and enjoying the process of making. Um, and not getting caught up in the the good or bad. I, I, I you know, I, I, I think we, we, we just letting it be. Yeah, just you know, who like other people can decide that. Like, I don't really. Well, do I give a shit? I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying I don't give a shit. But I, I actually don't know if I do. You know, it'd be nice. It's nice when people say they like your work. Let's not be. Let's not lie about that. I think we all want that. Yeah, but, yeah, of course. But, but I don't it's, think it's it, not the only it, thing. No, it's not. It's like, actually, I think the process. If, process is so much more important for yeah, me, yeah. and 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 I think it always will be. Um, okay, here's and, a here's a fun for experiment, right? Let's assume that you're starting to work on uh, the the Wandle Trail project, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe that'll be a book. As somebody that's literally just finished and is just putting this thing out, publishing it, what advice have you got for your future self? Um, what have I got myself? I think I need to be much more. Um, like Ed, <laughs> you know Ed, our lovely Ed. Of course, I'm Ed. Um, Mr. Thompson. I just think that, yeah, Ed, I just think there's a bit, like you know, my mine, mine is, 
it's staccato the right word like stop start stop start stop start the and way you work I ju- yeah I, I just think that is who I am and I don't know if I'll ever be able to change that so I've got to be able to to work within those um confinements and and try to when I do when I am able to really focus and get stuff done really maximize those those moments better I mean life is so fragmented anyway as as you have kids and you know everything is like you're you know, one minute you're doing then you're somewhere else and you're like, it's just, it's just crazy. So it's just, even, even now the children have got older, still, it's it's like time just disappears. Like I'm, you know, I'm sometimes not even sitting at my desk until one o'clock and I'm like, oh my God, where's the morning gone? <laughs> what you're doing with them is, is more important. You're, you're always going to be able to make that book. You're not always going to be able to get that time with your kids when they're that age. Yeah. And, 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 and like, I, like, I, I think, you know, this. I have no, I have no rush. I, like I, like I, I, I think the time is really good for us photographers. I think lots of people, like we talked before, rush, and I think there's no rush. Like take your time. I think you know you might be miracle boy and make work in a week and it'd be brilliant. But I think for most of us, it's a slow, slow process, and you know. Um, I, I'm a firm believer in having lists, <laughs> having, a, having a good list. <laughs> like, Sorry. List. The reason I'm laughing, Paul, is because all of your lists are written by me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then you get Daniel to write them for you. And then you don't look at the list for like three weeks and you go, oh, shit, there was a list. I knew there yeah, was a and list. And then like, you, you phone me up and be like, where did we get to with this? And like, it's in the list. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. But like, I I think I kind of accept that's what it is. Like that's who, and 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 I I don't know if I can change that, but I know I don't think you need to though. But the reality is, like, I know you've said to me a couple of times that I'm quite organised, and I honestly don't feel like that. But the older I get, the more I realise that I might be a fucking workaholic. I find it really hard to to just be instead of do. Mm-hmm. I find that so hard. Right, Daniel. I, 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 I know what you mean in terms of, but you, 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 you are like you are. Like I think you, you are. Whether you say you know, you are pretty organised. But like, let's call it that. Like you, you fucking, you know, you have the socks folded and your pants in your pant drawer, and you know, your coffee in your coffee place and your toilet roll in the toilet roll holder. And um, you are you organised, but you, and you you're more organised than I am. Anyway, put it that way. I think, um, and and sometimes I I, I there's a frustration uh, with with myself, right? There's a like uh, of why can't I be more focused more often? And then there's a question that goes, well, maybe I should take medication because then I'll become more focused. Yeah, but then I think to myself. Have you ever I tried know, it? Uh, like, uh, when, uh, sorry, I know you probably did try it when you were a teen, right? Well, no, I've never tried it. Never you, you tried. Never tried any, the medication. But, but I've I've tried ecstasy, <laughs> and I can tell you. Yeah, but I, I don't know that that's. Well, listen, but this is a really interesting because I went, I got diagnosed like at forty, so really late in life. And when I was speaking with the psychologist on diagnosis, it's apparently quite normal for. ADHDers and to self-medicate and use cannabis and 
cocaine and ecstasy, right? I, I do things. not think you need to be doing any cocaine. No, no, but listen, like, <laughs> I, I tried coke and it made me, I hated it. I hated it. Oh my God, it made me sick. It, but, but it feels but, like that's, but, do you know what I mean? I mean, I've never done it, right? Hands up. I've but never let, done let me, that. Let, but let me tell you, let me tell you, I did ecstasy multiple times, right? And I can only it, it, tell you now, it was like being, having the most crystal clear of thoughts I've ever had in all of my existence. It's like being a normal human being. Um, uh, I, my, my language and my, you know, maybe I was thinking because I was off my tits, but, but no, honestly, but it's, because it's a stimulant, right? Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's. You know, it 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 does that, and and that then that made me think. But like, I don't want to be like that. <laughs> God, that hyper like stim, stimulate. And I know ecstasy is a really extreme version of what maybe Ritalin or some of the ADHD drugs are. But you know, I I think there's there's long term taking drugs. The side effects, I don't know. I think I've got to forty seven, and I'm kind of all right. You know, I don't I don't. But like... you, you said you did it like three or four times. What ecstasy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm on more than that, I think, you know, like multiple times over the courses of 10 years. But I always, the down, the down was really dark. That's why I couldn't do ecstasy. Yeah, I've never done long. it, but I've heard that it's a fucking. But MDMA, on the other hand, is completely different. You can do that and wake up and feel like fucking. I thought that was basically ten... the same thing. It, it wasn't that like. Yeah, ec- ecstasy is cut with lots of other shit, and MDMA is pure. Do you know, that's the pure... thing that would scare the shit out of me at the minute. I think everything's been cut with like fentanyl or some dodgy fucking opiate right but like honestly i i i like it's interesting how when like i never took any drugs or anything until i was like into my early 30s right moved to bristol i lived in wales my whole life drugs just didn't exist when i was growing up it it was completely you know they hadn't been invented in wales had they didn't smoke, you know, you drink, you basically, Wales was drinking. You alcohol. Literally, alcohol, it's like alcohol, the most alcohol. dangerous alcohol. drug out there, isn't it? Yeah, and they, people would, like, drink to oblivion, you know what I mean? It yeah, was, yeah. like, um, and I don't like drinking alcohol anyway, like, but I, I somehow got through that, somehow. Um, but when I moved to Bristol and, and my friend, actually my Welsh friend came up and said, Bensie, what's good? I've got some ecstasy, what's ecstasy? And he gave me one and we went to a drum and bass club and I had the best night of my life. I, I hate drum and bass, just, you know. <laughs> but it was, it. but it opened my, it just, it did something to my brain, Dan. It's really difficult to explain to you even now that it changed my perception. It changed the way I think about things and the way I think about the world. And how long did pos- that change? Like, how long did that change last though? No, what was it's, the it's, it's, now, of- it's still going on now. I mean, I think I think it's changed me now, even now, I think, even now. Yeah. It just gives you a deeper understanding of people. It's a really strong... I can't explain it to you, in, other than that I think everybody should try it once. Yeah, like, I've, I've got to say, I've never really done... I'm, I'm, I'm like really I'm squared, a, you know what I mean? Like, other than a bit of weed, I, I don't think I've done anything. It's mind-altering, in, not in a scary way, though, right? Yeah, not yeah. in a, like... you don't. It's not trippy in any way whatsoever. It's not, it's, it's, it's a, but, it, but it is a, uh, what are they called? Like a psychoactive. Yeah. So I, I bought a book recently. Did I, I send it to you, didn't I? It's called Every Pill I Ever Took. Yeah. Like, well, every pill I took in the last 10 years or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really who's, good. Whose book is that? Uh, it's an American photographer. Where did I put it though? It's it doesn't matter. Somewhere. No one can see yeah. it. Cool. 
I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. It's like macro shots of pills. Yeah. Like it's a catalog. It looks like a fucking catalog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's he, crazy. And I, was re- I was reading some of the writing and apparently he was really unsure of putting the work out because of how people would react to it, you know? Um, but uh, it's great. It's really good. It's really, really, really good. Um, Daniel, I want to go and eat now. Should we go and do a shout-out? Can we do a shout-out? Yeah, let's start doing some shout-outs. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Well, I've got a book here. I'm going to do a book I bought from Poto Book Junkies this week. Um, and it's not a new book, but it's a fucking wonderful piece of work. Um, and it's Tim Hetherington's Infidel. Sorry, Tim, um, sorry. Hetherington. Hetherington. Mm-hmm. Tim Hetherington. Um, Infidel is an intimate portrait of a single US platoon serving as a remote output in the Korangal Valley, considered one of the most dangerous African posts in the war against the Taliban. Shot by Hetherington over the course of one year while embedded with the platoon, Infidel reveals the experience of war from the soldier's viewpoint, as much about love and male vulnerability as bravery and machismo. And, you know, one of the things you really get, I think, in this book is that that feeling of love. Um, and, and Yeah, you sent just... me some, some photos of the book, and mm-hmm. it looks incredibly intimate. It's like a moleskin book, you know? Oh, like it? it's a yeah, it's the size of a moleskin book, and um, oh, it's it's way thicker than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, yeah. So Dan, good old Dan Wood, photo book junkies. I managed to persuade him to let me buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you normally get better service than that. I just think he reserves that kind of dignity for for Paul. So don't be afraid <laughs> to reach out to Dan. He's not going to like interview you for your ability to buy a book. That's that's just something <laughs> from Paul. <laughs> what about yours this week, Dan? So mine is, sorry, I just want to put a quick flag in that. I'd, I'd love to get Dan on. Yeah, let's I, try Because I don't know, like, we talk about him all the time. I've literally never even spoken to him. And I am going to try again. And I, I feel am like going to try again. I feel like I sort of almost know the guy at this point. Do you know what I mean? I'd love to have a chat with him. Um, my shout out this week is the new Shame album, Food for Worms. I feel okay. like probably everybody's heard it at this point. It's like way up in the charts. It's probably one of the most streamed records at the moment, particularly in that kind of alternative um, subgenre. Shame are incredible. Their first album, like this is a band I've been following since like the pretty early days. Their first record was as a, as an opening record. It was amazing. And they were so young at that point. Their second album, which has been a shout out, before was properly properly incredible it was so grown up it was like this marked shift in music writing from their first album and this is the third record it's just really really good but Mm. i was kind of worried that difficult third album about how this but it's honestly it's just okay it's so Mm. good food for worms by shame um if you're into bands like post-punk bands um and kind of indie music, you're going to really like this. I'm going to throw one more in. I, I like, have you been listening to any Squid? Yeah. Oh, God. Sw- what's sw- what's sw- the one record sw- with the grass Swing in a Dream. Swing in a Dream is great. It's great. It's new. I don't know if it's new or old. I don't know, but it's swing, really good. Swing in a Dream. Swing in a Dream, yeah. Squid. It's good. It's like, it's kind of, you like it. I know you, it's like, it's, it's a bit punky, aren't they? They're a bit like... Dis- yeah, they're a little bit like that. I like him. I like his voice a lot. I like the energy he brings. Yeah. Um, yeah. Check it out, Dan. Right, I'm going to go and eat some chicken. Yes. It's always chicken. 
every chicken. time we do a podcast. I think protein, it's because we tend to do it on the same nights and then you're like chickened up. But I feel like chicken. there's probably a super cut. If someone can be bothered and they want to do a super cut of Paul going, right, I'm going to go and have some chicken, there's got to be a good 44 <laughs> previous episodes where you end it with the words, I'm going to get some chicken. You can follow us at Idle Hand Society on Instagram. Um, you can go and speak to Paul and catch up with all the stuff on Not So Far and the current release dates at Paul Bent UK. You can catch me at Dan S. Higginson with underscores. Um, SouthernDownPress.com. Dot com. It should yep. be up and live by the time you're hearing this. Southern Down yeah. Press. Southern Down Press. Go buy a book, people. Yeah. There's a link in Paul's... Just go to Paul's Instagram. There's a link at the bottom of his bio. Yeah, go and get a copy of Not So Far. It's... I mean, it's not even my photography and I'm excited for you to see it. And he won't blow smoke up his own ass, so I'll do it for you, Paul. The work's fucking good. It's really, really good. It's intimate. It's kind. It's gentle. It's very serene. It's amazing. And it's only... 200 copies deep so only 200 copies deep so yeah go and buy it before there's none left because you're not going to get this first press first edition first paul bent's book ever again so go Woo-hoo. go get it go get it cheers Dan. Right, final words paul come on final words um so we're we're at this stage in our podcast what well, we've been doing this about a year two, i think two years two Two years, wow, two years. I meant to really say quickly. that at the beginning of the episode. And I wanted, I wanted just to throw the net out to the listeners and, and see if they can give us some recommendations of people they'd like to have on. So if there's anybody got any thoughts of um, people they'd like to recommend to, for us to chat to or they think yeah, they yeah, could yeah, point yeah. us in a direction, just just please give us some deets, kids. We're going to try and get Dan Wood, though, and Joy Crooks. And Joy's, Joy's want to take me out for Nando's, so I'm going to see if I can sweet talk her. Tonight, you're going out for Nando's tonight. No, no, God, no, no. I'm, one I'm one final go. thing, while you're out trying to get hold of guests for us and telling everybody and evangelizing our podcast for us, I, I'm looking for two more favors, actually, while we're asking you for stuff. Come and give us support, right? That could be leaving us uh, like a cool five-star review or something on wherever you listen to your podcasts. It could be buying some of our merch. It could be going to buy a copy of Not So Far. But give us some support because we invest... A shit ton of time into this and i probably should have mentioned this at the beginning of the podcast like i know we've been really bad at putting something out every two weeks like we originally promised and then it moved to like monthly and and now it's just like whenever we find time but this is actually quite difficult to find time for and if we had a little bit more support it would be slightly less painful to do so give us a little love somewhere whatever that fucking means to you go do it and the second thing is if you've got something interesting to say um, like I said at the beginning, we are looking at doing like a zine or a newspaper or something. And I don't want this just to be me and Paul waxing lyrical for like an entire book. Like nobody really wants to read that. You get to hear that every time we put out a podcast anyway. Like we want to showcase listeners. Like if you've got something you want to write about, you've got an article you want to hear about, or you just want to ask us some questions and have us respond in writing, then then get in touch. I don't really know how that's going to work just yet, but, you know, use all the normal channels, emails, Instagram, whatever, and just kind of hit us up with your ideas because this is something beautiful and it's like right at the beginning of that process where we're trying to work out what it's going to be. So, you know, you can be part of that. So, yeah. Anyway, that's my two requests. Catch you hopefully in a couple of weeks, probably more likely in like a month and a half. 
<laughs> in next year. <laughs> 2024. <laughs> See you later, guys. Take care. Lots of love, everybody.